Uh, let's give the ovation of the morning to God. So let's go ahead and thank him for being here with us. <laughs> so in the same vein of worship and focusing on God, um, with today, with again, pastors Brian and Renee are out of town today in Indianapolis with Pastor Russell. Um, they're spreading the gospel down there with him today as he so graciously came and visited us and shared the gospel with us. Um, pastors Brian and Renee wanted to do the same thing with Indianapolis. And so, um, but today we have, a, we have Pastor Dan Freeman with us today to, to share with us the message for today. And I am an honor and gratitude to Pastor Dan because he... Um, when I was first starting out preaching and uh, pursuing this, uh, pursuing what it is that God had laid on my heart to do, and that's to spread the gospel through preaching, that he decided for some, whatever reason, I don't know why he thought it was a good idea to take a chance on me. Um, But I want to thank him, and I also have the honor and the pleasure to introduce you Pastor Dan Freeman, if he would come today. Let's lift up Jesus one more time. He's the one that we're here to lift up, right? If he wasn't here, we probably wouldn't be here, would we? I'm glad to be saved this morning more than anything else in life. That's, a, that's the greatest thing we can have. You know, uh, I, thought, I thought about uh, charging the atmosphere in here this morning, and you can be seated in the presence of the Lord, but we need to we need every, every service when we come together is charge the atmosphere because see the, see the devil will try to make you depressed and I, you know what? I, ch- I choose joy. I don't choose being depressed. I, I choose victory. I don't, I don't, I don't choose uh, being under the powers of Satan because see, when, when I, when, if I lean on my own understanding, I'll mess everything up. So I need to lean on the Lord on everything. Every place I go, everything I do, I need to trust him because he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. I thank God for my beautiful wife for a long, we've been a long time together and we've been doing this for several years. And, and you know, we want to, we really believe that it's going to get better and better throughout the t- our time uh, because listen, when you get older, you should have more faith because you hear more over the years. And I've been preaching on that to a lot of places I go. There's a lot of older people. And, and a lot of them, you can tell, is depressed. And they just feel like that they're, they're washed up. They're used up. They're, but you know what? God didn't start using Smith Wigglesworth till he was 60 years old. So has anybody read any of his books and things like that? So he raised people from the dead. God used him to raise several people from the dead. He blinded eyes open, and he preached, and many, many people get, would get saved. He'd, he'd walk in a train station, and, and people would bow down before him and say, I want to be saved because, because of the power of God that was upon him. We need that power back in the church. 
don't we? We need that power that people will come in here and they won't be popping their bubble gum and, and, and you know, just back and forth and just talking and carrying on just like, just like, the, just like they're, they're in a, in a bar room or something like that. There should be enough power in the sanctuary of God that when somebody comes in that's lost or messed up, they don't, they'll know exactly what to do. They'll come, they'll come and either come this way or they'll go that way. And I, I would rather see them come this way. Did anybody invite anybody out for this morning for service that's lost? Not a hand. Wow. Wow. Well, so I'll have to preach to the ones that's here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I was on the phone still this morning at 8 o'clock, not bragging on me, but bragging on the Lord. See, the Lord will bring people before you. Sometimes it's not so easy up here. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes they, the devil don't want me to do anything for the Lord. So he's going to throw every wall, every stumbling block, everything that he can in the way. But I've got news for the devil. He has no power over Dan Freeman. He has no power over Dan Freeman. He has no power over you. Because the Lord said, I give you power to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by shall any means hurt you. So, so we, need to, we need to just uh, fall out with Jesus and run with the Lord. I'm going to talk about prayer, uh, a prayer today. Is that all right? Prayer. A lot of people don't pray until they, until they uh, fall down and break a leg or something. Right? Amen. <laughs> a lot of people don't, don't pray until something bad happens. But see, we need to pray. We need to keep an atmosphere of prayer always. Be, uh, uh, be, have a prayerful mind at all times. We need to be instant, instantly praying. We need to be, when somebody comes and says, boy, I'm feeling bad, just say, in Jesus' name, feel good. And now, a lot of people want to feel bad, and they want you to baby them and baby them spirits. But I tell you what, if you begin to start doing that, they'll quit coming and telling, telling you how bad everything is. But I got, I got good news for the church today. We're winners. We win this thing. We win this thing. And you know what? I'm going to be, a, I'm gonna be a, a person that rejoices in the Lord. I'm not going to be a person that's always depressed always finding fault. I choose joy. I don't choose bitterness. I choose joy. I don't choose anger. I choose joy. The same, remember the songs that was being sung up in here about joy, joy, got joy down in my soul. I got joy all over me. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the joy and, and I want it to splash over on my family. I want it to splash over on my neighbors. I want that joy to just splash. And, and you know, a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. Did you know it? We're ta he's talking about sin in that part. But, but you know, a little joy will, will, will change the atmosphere in the place. Somebody help me now. I, I, I'm a person that likes a little encouragement when I'm up here. So if I say something right, if I say something true, if I say something that God said, then you need to say amen, and you know what that'll do? That'll, that'll make it begin to work in your life, because if any two will agree upon anything, it shall be done. Uh, you know what? I believe God is a healer. Amen. Are you? Now you're, now you're, now you're right. I, I, I believe God is a deliverer. 
I believe the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior. I believe the Lord Jesus Christ is with us at all times because he said, I'll, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you even till the end of time. So every time we look around, the Lord is there. He's there, and we need, to, we need to always be ready to thank him and ready to praise him and ready. I'd like to get back to some of the old-type Pentecostal churches when, when, when you walked in the house, you knew that there's an atmosphere there that you haven't seen all week long. Because the power of God, the power of God begin to spread, begin to roll, begin to, begin to just shoot from place to place, and people begins to get touched, Right? Begins to get touched. I was talking to a, a man just yesterday. He said, the church I go to, he said, they got, they got about a thousand people. And he said, it's a Pentecostal church, but you cannot never tell it. He said, he said you'd think he was in one of the, <laughs> one of the religious Baptist, Baptist churches in the world. Now, nothing wrong with I'm not putting any Baptist down at all. I'm a Baptist by I'm a Baptist by trade. Okay, I was born in the, I was born there, so I'm not going to let nobody uh, put them down. Because and I'm not going to put them down. But he said he said it's dead. He said a dead place. He said I don't I don't understand it. He said we need the the power and the flow of the Holy Spirit back in our services that somebody will get touched. Somebody will get touched. They'll leave. They'll they'll leave there. They won't be the same. There'll be a change take place. In their life. Amen. Look at somebody's smile. They, they may not have seen a smile for two weeks or longer. <laughs> Amen. Turn, turn your Bibles to second, second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. I, I, I believe that Jesus was crucified, don't you? I still believe that. I, I believe he died. I believe he died and bled for me. I still believe that. I believe, the, I, I believe we still need the blood of Jesus to be saved. I still believe that. You'd be surprised that the churches don't believe that no more. They call it, they call it a, a bloody religion. But we need the blood of the Lamb, don't we? We need the blood, we need the blood of Jesus. Now, chapter 7, verse 14, watch this. If my people, now are we his people? I'm a child of God. What about you? I'm a saint of God. What about you? Yeah, I, I'm a priest of God. What about you? I'm a king of, uh, unto the Lord. What about you? We're the church. We're the saints of God. We're not a bunch of religious knotheads. We're not a bunch of deadbeats. But we, we are the apple of God's eye. Amen. Amen. We, we, didn't roll off in a, we didn't roll off in a potato wagon yesterday. We've been saved, and we are chosen for now. We're chosen for now. I know the world's gone crazy, but listen, the church, the church needs to stand up and declare that Jesus Christ is the way. He's still the truth. He's still the life. Somebody going to shout directly. I just know it. I just know it may be me. It may be me. I may choose to. He said, if my people which are called by my name, are we called by his name? Amen. Shall not maybe, not good be, not perhaps, shall humble themselves. Not somebody else do it. You pray for me. Sometimes we just need to anoint ourselves. 
<laughs> Did anybody ever anoint yourself? I, I splashed it right on my head. And in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, pain go. In Jesus' name, headache leave. In Jesus' name, go. And you know what? It'll work for you because we need to trust the Lord. Now, listen, we, we as the church of the living God of today seem like we, we're missing out on too much. We're missing out on too much because we're waiting on the Lord to move. And I tell you what, guys, he's already moved. He's already moved. He's already done it. When he said it's finished, he meant it. He meant it. He said, he will, see, he, see, the Lord Jesus was the, the light of the world, wasn't he? He said, now you, now me, now youngsters are the light of the world. Right? You've been, we've been chosen, called out for now. As the church, we've been chosen and called out for now. And I really believe that, I really believe that there's a revival coming. And it'll come to the churches that wants it. That's on fire for God. And, and, and they're, they're, they're just hanging out with Jesus when everybody else is doing their own thing. They're hanging out with Jesus, praying and seeking God and hungry to see somebody saved and, and thirsty to see a move of God. Now, I know we're all saints here, right? Shall humble themselves and what? Pray and seek my face. Uh-oh, here we go. And turn from their wicked, ah, Lord, you didn't have to put that in there. And turn from their wicked ways. What's that next word? Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Guys, if there ever was a time when we need our land healed, we need the church healed. We need the church healed. The church needs to get a healing before the land can get a healing. Before this community can get a healing. We need, to, we need the church to get healed up real good. And, and, and you know what? Sometimes it's good to walk up and somebody, to somebody and say, you know what? You know what? I want you to forgive me. I shouldn't have said what I did. Right? That'll change the atmosphere. Now, I'm not saying that you've done anything or anybody else has. But we want God to move. We want God to move. And he said, no, I want you to move. I've done it all. I hung on the cross. I bled out for you. I was beat down for you. I need you to move. I need you to suck, to, suck closer to me. Get closer to me. I need you to come closer to me. And then I'll come closer to you. I don't need, I don't need you to lean on your own self. I need you to lean on me. Our own understanding, guys, won't get the job done. But the power of God, the, the power of God, the power of God will change. It'll change your direction. And it'll help you get on another foundation. It'll help you step up a little bit higher with the Lord. Does anybody believe me? You was hoping I was going to fall there, wasn't you? That'd been a splash. Went, Where'd he go? <laughs> Where did he land at? Right? Is anybody here? But we need to humble ourselves and pray. Come before the Lord and ask, you know, say, you know, Lord, I want you to forgive me. 
What have you done? You may not have done nothing, but we need to, we need to uh, before we go, before we close our eyes at the night, we need to ask for forgiveness, right? Lord, if I've done anything, said anything, if I, if I messed up, and I usually do, don't you? Somewhere along the way, I'll do something or, or do something out of the way, and I, Lord, forgive me. May not hurt, if I hurt somebody, I'll go to them and say, I'm sorry, right? But we need to let the Lord know. Turn your Bibles to James, the book of James. Has anybody got their Bibles? James, the book of James. That's way over on the other end. The book of James, chapter 5, I believe, is where I'm wanting to go. Yeah. Then verse 13, he said, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Right? Watch how many times the Lord wants us to pray right here. Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? You never see this right here. Used to, you'd see it a lot. You don't see this no more. Is any sick among you? Let him or her call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith. Somebody say the prayer. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him or her up. And if, watch this, it, this is powerful. And if he hath committed sins, they shall be, not maybe, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The affectionate, permanent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We need to be righteous people. We need to be right standing with God. Where, where, where when somebody's in need, they, not, they won't go on down the road for somebody to pray for them. They'll get you to pray for them. That's next door. Right? Watch this. Elias was a man subject to like, this is good stuff right here. Elijah was a man, and, man subject to like passion as we are, and he prayed. Hmm. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it, and, it, and, and, and it rained not on the earth by the space of, wow, three years and six months. And he prayed again, and he prayed again. I hope he didn't wait three years and six months to pray. Right? <laughs> Did anybody catch that? And he prayed again, and the heavens give rain, and the earth began to bring forth the fruit. Listen, do you know the reason that we're seeing these volcanoes and seeing earthquakes and seeing tornadoes and just one right after another, right after another, right after another, right after another, right after another? Listen. That's the sin, sin that's in this world is vomiting up. It's just, it's just sick of the sin. And God is sick of the sin. I'm not preaching that you're all sinners. Y'all wouldn't be here today if you'd sin. Probably before you got here, you'd uh, no need to go. But I, I'm, I'm just saying, the reason these things are going on is because of all the, all the sin that's in the land. Homosexuality and, and all this kind of stuff and we got lesbians and, and all this, and we got, we got gay people. And, and the church, you know, the church now is inviting all that to be okay. The church, not here, but the church in the whole are starting to invite, inviting that spirit to be okay. Well, I must be hitting on some stuff here. 
Uh-huh. I must be, we'll have to back up a little bit. Now, some of you is looking rough at me. But see, we, we, need, we need to cast all of our cares on the Lord. He cares for us. He cares for me. He cares for me. I have no place in my life to be depressed. Because I know who Jesus is. If I don't, if I don't know who I am in him, now I can be saved and never, never know who I am in the Lord. And I'll, I'll walk around defeated most of the time. But when I get to the place where I know who I am, I'm a child of God. I've been chosen for the time that I'm in right now. I, listen, I, listen. The, 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 a lot of the stuff that goes on in my life, and the, the, it won't go on. It won't keep on going on because I found out. I found out if I submit myself unto God, I'm allowed to resist the devil, and he will flee from me. Amen. He will flee from me. He'll not be able to hang out where I'm at. See, somebody said, well, the, well, well, the church, well, well, the devil's on my back all day. That's your fault, baby. That's not the Lord's. <laughs> That's your fault. Rebuke him and tell him to go in Jesus' name. And you know what? He has to, he has to release you. He has to release you. He cannot, he cannot keep from it. Is anybody still here? Praise God forever, right? Praise God forever. Watch this. Prayer is simply communicating with God. You don't see much prayer, much prayer time. My wife is a she's a person that prays constantly. She's in prayer. She prays a lot. When I when I get when I live beside of my son, and my son's a prayer too, and his family, but. One of the kids will fall down. We live pretty close together. One of the grandkids will fall down, maybe skin their knee or whatever, like kids do. And they'll, they'll run right straight to Mamma. Pray for me. And now, now, you see, they're starting to pray for each other. See, prayer works. Prayer works. Just like your, your pastors that you have here. Powerful man and a powerful woman of God. You all can make them more powerful. You all can make them more stronger. Not by, you know, you can, it's good to give them money or whatever it may be to help them. They need that. But your prayer life every day for your pastors will change them. You know what? They'll, they'll be coming in here preaching and, and, and people down the road will be following them in because of the anointing that's upon them. Because of your prayer. Prayer will change things. Prayer will change things. Now, me and, me and Pastor Brian is pretty good friends and, and, and we, don't, we don't discuss too much what goes on at the church. We, just, we, just, uh, the, we talk about the needs and things like that at times. But I tell you what, you the, the, the pastor that you have here has got a heart after God. Got a heart after God. And he's got a, he's got a big heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, but prayer is simply having a communication with God. Right? Real prayer comes out of a relationship with God. If you've got a, if you've got a good relationship with God, you'll call out on him right in Walmart's. Coming up in there and, and, and praying that you that you have enough money to pay to pay for your stuff, right? You begin to pray and, and you don't care who's there. 
You begin to praise it. Thank you, Lord, that I've got enough money to pay for my groceries today. I, I praise you that, that this is not going to come over my budget. This is not going to go over my budget this week. I thank you that we've got enough. I thank you that we've got enough. Prayer is important. Prayer is Praise and worship people, need, they need to pray. Need to pray. That, that's, the, the devil does not want you. See, what you've done when you got up there plucking around and playing and singing and stuff, what you've done, you took his job. And that's the reason he don't like you. See, he was the praise and worship leader in heaven, but God had to kick him out. Right? So, he gets mad. That's the reason sometimes he, I just don't even want to get up. Or I don't want to try to sing that song. Because the devil put so much pressure on praise and worship leaders. On praise and worship leaders that they don't even want to do it. They don't even want to do it. Guys, the church pray for, if, you, if the church will pray for the praise and worship leaders in this house. It'll make it so much easier. Make it so much easier if all the church, uh, pray. Not, not wait till you get here to pray. Pray before you even get here that there'll be anointing upon the praise team. That, are, that the rafters will begin to shake. That the power of God will begin to change lives. And you'll see a, you'll see a team that'll get, now they've done good this morning. But you'll see a team that'll get up there and they'll be on fire for God. And the songs will just ring out through this sanctuary and touch everybody's life. Everybody will be touched. Boy, I slobbered all over myself. I've been asking the Lord, say, Lord, I want you to make me a slobber mouth preacher again. Amen. Not caring, not, not, not worrying about what people think because this side over here is going to think bad. This side over here is going to think good. The one in the middle ain't going to think about it. Are you hearing me? So you can't please everybody. Somebody said, the music's too loud. Somebody else said, I can't hear it. Right? Somebody said, oh, it's just so hot in that church. It's just so hot. It's just too hot in that church. They need to turn the heat down. Somebody else said, it's freezing in here. So you're not going to be able to satisfy everybody. We need to focus on satisfying the Lord Jesus Christ. And hey, you know the best, the best way to do that is communicate with him and have prayer every morning before you leave the house. Pray over your children. Pray over your grandchildren as they go out the door. Woo! Glory to God. Pray over them, lay hands on them, anoint them with oil before they go out the door. And trust that God, God Almighty, is going to watch over them. Going to watch over them. You, well, you got them two little boys, three little boys. They need prayer, man. They, three times a day, that ought to be breakfast, lunch, and supper. Three of them. But prayer works. Prayer works. Prayer works. You know, prayer is just another form of worship. The strongest, the strongest worship you can, you can get into is prayer. Amen. Find your closet. Hallelujah. Find your, your closet and get in there and just communicate with God the Father and watch him show up.
I've never heard the voice of the Lord. Well, you're not hung out with him long enough. He said, because he didn't lie, and he said, my sheep know my voice. And another, they will not follow or listen to. <laughs> There's all kinds of voices out there. All kinds of voices out there. I don't know about you, but I know with me, if I listen to some of the voices that tries to appear in my life, I'd be crazier than a best bug. Right? I'd be crazier than one of them, uh, 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 one of them stank bugs that you spray. They go nuts. But there's voices out there. But the Lord said, my sheep, my people will know my voice. And another and you know what? His voice will always add up to his word. Is anybody with me this morning? Is anybody with me this morning? Come on now. Real prayer comes, it's a relationship with God. <laughs> Praise God. Right here. Right here. I got this wrote down while I was getting ready. What I said there a while ago, worship is the highest form of praying. When we have the right picture of God what kind of picture have you got well if you could if you could picture God what kind of picture would you place him as a lion I seen that girl draw that I mean that was powerful wasn't it I'd make you shout right there even in its own self even even in its own self but what kind of really picture do we have of God what what are we seeing when we, when we think about a picture of God, what he would look like. Watch this. When you, have the right, when you have the right picture of God, we will be motivated to pray. We'll motivate us to pray. Our prayers will be effective. They'll be hot. They'll be effective. Our needs will be met. God's word, watch this. If it, everybody hollers, if it be God's will... God's word is God's will. God's word. God's word is God's will. I, I'm just, if it be God's will, I hope my grandson gets saved. I talked to my grandson on the phone this morning. He's, he, he's, he's lost. He's uh, 24 years old. I called him and said, Papa, I was preaching this morning. You need to come and listen to me. He said, Papa, he said, I would. He said, but... See, his mommy, mommy died when he was like just a young boy, 13 or something. And his dad has done a great job raising the boys. Both of them married now. But neither one of them has, all my grandchildren, all, all my children and stuff are saved. Thank God for that. But them too. See, see the devil has run havoc over them and driving things at them that, wasn't supposed to be because she was young and beautiful and anointed of God. She was a preacher. She was a singer. She was, she was all, she, she, she could come in here and preach the gospel. She could come in here and sing the gospel and you'd be amazed. She was anointed. See, the anointing is what we need, right? The anointing is what we need. It's not, it's not about how cute you are. I tried to look my cutest this morning, but it's not about that. When I leave here, I'll probably look, I'll probably look like I'm wrung out today because it's not about that right but but uh, God's word is God's will faith comes we hear this all the time faith comes by hearing the word of God 
If we want faith in our life, it's the reason I'm saying to some of the older ones here, uh, you, should have, I, you should have more faith because of your age. If faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God, you've probably heard a gob of it. A bunch of truths. A bunch of messages. A bunch of power. So our, our faith should continuously to grow. Is anybody with me? Have I lost anybody? Watch this now. Bind the devil and loose the power of God. Bind the devil, loose God's power, loose God's power over your family, guys. Do, do not allow the devil. You just declare to the devil. You, you just declare to him, you cannot have my wife. You cannot have my husband. You cannot have my children. You cannot have my grandchildren. I refuse. I refuse to allow you to have them and fight for them. And fight for them. And fight for them. And, and stand toe-to-toe to toe if you have to. And keep on rebuking. And keep on rebuking. And keep on rebuking. Until he lets them go. And he, can't, he cannot have them. Bind. Believe that God always, always has the answer when you pray. Right. Thank God for the answer ahead of time. Right? Thank you, Lord, that this prayer that I'm going to pray, it's going to be effective. And it's going to, you're going to answer it even before I pray it. When our, watch this. When our prayers don't, don't seem to be answered, we, we need to remember to stay on God's side. Watch. We need to remember that He loves us. We need to remember that He's for us. When, when our prayers don't seem to be answered, he, God may be saying no. Huh? God can say no. He might be saying, <laughs> he might be saying, you're not ready yet. It's not time for that yet. And God, and, and listen, God could say, slow down, slow down a little bit. You're trying to get out here. You're trying to get out here before you're supposed to. You're wanting your ministry to explode. You need to wait upon me. I'll give you, I'll direct you. I'll direct you. I'll direct your path, right? <laughs> or he, he might be saying, grow. You're not ready yet. He might be saying, Mo, there's things in your life that you need to get rid of. Whoa. Right? <laughs> Doubt will hinder your prayers. Amen. This is, this is simple gravy stuff, right? There's not a whole lot of meat here. This ought to be simple to understand. I'll let your pastor preach the meat. He's, a good, at, he's good at it. <laughs> sin, sin will hinder our prayers. Unforgiveness will hinder our prayers. Wrong motive will hinder our prayers, right? Is anybody going to help me a little bit? Hallelujah. But you see, but you see, this, this, this church is one of the powerfulest ones in this community. And we, and we, I say we, I'm part of this church right now. I don't know what God's going to do with me. I don't know. Me and my wife just praying and seeking and, and preaching here, yondering about right now. I don't know. But I do know this. I'm going to stay on the Lord's side. I'm going to stay connected to Him. 
Because, listen, guys, this church right here, this church right here, the devil has done everything he could do to, to, call, to cause it to. But God, but God, who is rich, rich in mercy, he's still here, his presence. I wanted, I wanted to stand up and say, and, and I said, well, wait. I don't want to preach you. It's not time. The Lord says slow. I wanted to stand up and say the king's in the house. When they was getting a couple of them songs, the king is in the house. What happens when the king comes? You begin, you begin to worship. You begin to bow before him. You begin to honor him. You begin to praise him for who he is. Amen. Amen. Now, I know I'm preaching pretty, pretty crazy today. But... <laughs> but I'm preaching what the Lord wanted me to preach. There are some things we will never see unless we pray. There's certain things that we need to pray for that we'll never see it without praying, without having a communication with God. It's all right to get to, it's all right to, get to pastor it, and you should get to pastor and his wife and, and the church to pray for you. But you need to pray for yourself. Amen. You need to, <laughs> you need to get in the closet. Get in the closet just you and the Lord. And sometimes you just hang out there. Just, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, just hang out. Learn to pray in the Spirit. Learn to pray in the Spirit of God, in the Holy Ghost. Learn to pray that. And get in that closet, and you better watch that the Lord will show up. Or you might have to sit there a while, especially the first time or two you do it. But He will show up. He will show up. How many, ever, how many knows that they've heard God speak to them? Oh, yes, absolutely we have, haven't we? But turn your Bibles. I'm going to get finished here in just a minute. I don't, I don't usually don't preach real long. Matthew, I, two hours is about the best I can do. <laughs> Matthew, let's go Matthew 17 for a minute. Can we go there for a minute? I didn't have this on my stuff 17 and 14. And what? And when they came to the mount, mountain, there, there come to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. Now, this would be tough. For he is lunatic. Right? And sore vaxed and oft, oft times he falleth into the fire and oft times into the water. In other words, he is suicide spirit. He's a suicide spirit, right? Trying to kill himself. And I, and, and I, and I brought him to, the, to thy disciples and they could not cure him. This is the, this is the disciples. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
They could not cure him. They could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Jesus said, bring him hither to me. Now, the church should be at the place where we can say, bring that person that's messed up to us. We've got the, we've got the answer. We've got the key. We've got the prayer. We have got, we have got the means to help them. Because, guys, in these last days when the revival breaks out, we're going to see all kinds of people coming. And we're going to need powerful people up in here doing this ministry stuff. We're going to need powerful people up in here doing the ministry stuff, laying hands on people. Because these, when, these spirits, a lot of times, they'll jump, they'll jump on somebody else. And we need powerful people that can lay hands on them and declare that they're healed where they got AIDS or whatever it may be. We need people that's anointed of God and got, got the power of God. Not, I mean, not, not, not no wimpy, wimp, wimpy person. Somebody that'll stand toe-to-toe to these things. Watch this. And Jesus answered and said, O oh, you, oh, you faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil. Did you hear that? And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cared from that very hour. Amen? Then come the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cure him? Cast him. Why couldn't we cast him out? Watch. G and G. See, this is the apostles, guys. This is the apostles of the Lord. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. Right? For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. Now, let me, let me say something about the mustard seed. Um, reason the Lord used a mustard seed is a mustard seed won't mix with any other seed. Now, you can take certain seeds, you can blend them together, and, and, and you, you can take an apple seed and plant one apple tree and a, a blend and graft in and, and get four or five different kinds of apples on one tree. But a mustard seed will not mix. See, true faith will not mix with unbelief and doubt. Are you hearing me? If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say what? Anybody knows where I'm at? Faith as a grain of mustard seed, you should say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder's place, and it shall What? Remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Unto you, unto us. We're the church. Nothing shall be impossible unto us. We're chosen for now. The Lord give us power over scorpions and over the power of the enemy, didn't he? He give us this power. Guys, we need to start using the power. He's give us the authority. He's give us the power. He's anointed us for the, for the time that we're in. See, see, the Lord has anointed. Now, I, now I'm, I'm Pentecost. 
I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Pentecostal boy. I'm not no perhaps, maybe. I believe in the full gospel. I believe in the word of God from one end to the other. I believe in the dots and the question marks, and I believe the whole thing. And you know what? I don't need to waver on that. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, right? I don't need to be double-minded. I need to. Somebody said, well, what if you lay hands on them and it don't happen? What if you lay hands on them and it does? Right? I've laid hands on people and nothing happened. It's not you. The Lord said, you lay hands on the sick. I'll take care of the rest of it. I'm the healer, not you. I'm the deliverer, not you. I'm the salvation giver, not you. I'm the one that can save them. You can't. Right? I'm the one that can deliver them. You can't. Is anybody with me? Been praying and asking the Lord, Lord, freshly anoint me. Don't make me just another tinkling cymbal and a sounding brass. Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, say, the grain of mustard seed and all this. <laughs> now watch. How be it, here, here we go. You really want it to work? Jesus said, how be it, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. It, it really, I mean, I like, the, I like to see the community, of the church family fast together. But now it's like a, we're trying to figure out what we can eat and still make it a fast. Well, we can eat. We're not allowed, if we call it Daniel fast, we can eat corn muffins instead of cornbread and this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, but see, if we're really wanting to see our family saved, sometimes we need to slide the plate back. Say, Lord, I, I, I need my family. I need my babies. I need, I need my husband. I need my wife. I need my grandma. I, they need to be saved. They need to be saved. And whatever it takes. You said, you, you said if this will work, if I fast, then I am going to fast. So I said, well, I can't fast because this is this, this, and this. Well, don't do it then. But we need somebody to begin to and, and we'll, 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 we'll call a fast and begin to plan recipes. What we can eat, right? Right? Come on, I've done it myself. Am I the only one in here that's done that? I can eat this, I think. And I, can eat, <laughs> I, can, I think I can eat this over here. But you know what? The Lord wants us to fast and pray that we can see our family saved. Then the next step is inviting them to church. Wow. Wow, it's getting quiet. I thought, it, I thought everybody was going to shout on that. But I'll get, I'll, I got a whole bunch of stuff there, but I'm going to stop right there. And I, I want the praise team to come back if it's all right. Is that all right, Jordan? If the team comes back, okay. I want the team to come back if you can. And I, I want you to, where'd she go? 
Where's Cece? Where's she at? Okay. Uh, can you sing that chains fell off? I know she sings it. Okay. That's the one. As we all stand, that's the one. That's the song I think uh, needs to. We need to sing. You know, sometimes we'll get in a form and a fashion as a church. I'm not saying that you're all doing that, okay? As an individual. And we just go through the motions. And the Lord wants us, I believe, to get what's binding us down to get rid of it. I was going to go into where, where Herod the king killed James the apostle. And he's seen it pleased everybody. Guys, I've, I've, been, seeing, I've been seeing a lot of pastors and preachers falling been seeing a lot of them falling and seem like, and I've been weeping, been weeping for them because they're getting into stuff that shouldn't get into. Because preachers will get into a form and a fashion too. And they've been falling. And I've heard one this week and one last week. I've been hearing them almost every week about another pastor has failed. Make it easy. Make it easy for your pastor. You guys make it easy for them. Don't, don't make it hard. Don't make it hard. Make it so easy. Make it so easy when he walks in here, it'll be so free. He won't be worrying about all this other stuff. All this other stuff. I've pastored, me and my wife, for 20-some years. We've pastored 20-some years. We understand a pastor. But this guy needs your prayers. He needs your fast fasting for him bringing his family before the Lord fasting and praying and watching the hand of God move in their life Amen